boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of the second best gaming podcast on the planet. As yet uncontested, I am titular protagonist, old franchise, and believe it or not, I buy games. That right there is the producer of the show, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. He's a slippery devil. He's a slippery devil. Um, if you're new here, this is a, a weekly show where me and my buddy there, my friend, my producer, the glue that binds... Run down a week's worth of gaming news. Talk about what we've been playing. What, uh, what, what gives us the bloody audacity to do such a thing? You say to be sitting there on Apple Podcasts with a hundred percent five star review rating. Well, sixty years combined chops <laughs> in the gaming industry. I say the gaming industry very much just as consumers, but uh, we have been playing games for. Longer than a lot of you have been alive. Combined, absolutely. But even separately, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, even separately. We're not even young anymore, Johnny. That's the oh, that's the real God, crux of it. Man. That's the real crux of it. Young at heart. Young at heart. And, uh, and baby face to boot. Baby face, the baby faced assassin. That's what we're going to start calling you, Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Um, Johnny will kick off this week's show the same way we kick off every show with a little bit of a. Uh, what are you playing? Ooh. Well, what have I been playing? I've been playing the medium. <laughs> oh shit, son! Me too. Uh, Me too. Now, now, before so, we uh, we get into this, right? Before we get into this, uh... yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Oh, he's in. He's in. Are you, are you, are you strapped in the franchise? He is strapped in. It is sweet. No. Concerning the medium, yeah. Right, I've no. There's two ways I'm going to judge this. Right, mm-hmm. right. There's one way on what it may have appeared to be, okay, before it was released. You know, which we might just say was it going to be a stopgap, like something like a a silent hold, a silent a silent a hill, silent hall, a silent hall, <laughs> a silent hill shaped peg to fit into a silent hill sized hall. Yeah. Right? But it isn't. Let's just let's put that straight out there. Yeah, it isn't a, that a, so, an immediate caveat? It's not. Yes. So, but if you judge it by what it is, which is pretty much a very Johnny ass game, you know, a psychological atmospheric puzzler, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then it's pretty damn good, actually. It's it's very enjoyable. Um, for what it what it actually is, not what it might appear to be. That's my opinion. I will hundred percent swing in like a uh, mighty Tarzan. Straight on the back of that opinion, uh, I one hundred percent thought this game was something else the entire yes, exactly. time, yeah. the entire build up to the release. I thought this game was something else. I've been banging on on this podcast for a while now about how excited I was for the medium, and this is not the game I was expecting. And I want to caveat that again with that isn't a bad thing. I'm not about to fucking shit pile on the medium here. What it is is a game that is nothing like I was expecting. For one, I was expecting uh, almost uh, Resident Evil 2 remake, but mm-hmm. Silent Hill. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, g- looking at the chops of Bloober Team, which is, to be honest, the most hilarious studio name I've ever heard, Bloober <laughs> Team. Uh, they did Layers of Fear. They've got... They've got horror chops, right? They are established yes. in the horror genre when it comes to games. 
I wouldn't put a pass him to make uh, a terrifying game. What they've made here is uh, more a thriller than a horror, I think. A thriller set in a horror sort of... It's a thriller wearing horror clothes. You see, I'm not... I'm not... Like, I haven't completed it. I'm not in the meat of it yet. No, no. absolutely not. So another caveat. There's a lot more. Another caveat. We haven't, yeah. I'd imagine there's probably more horror to come. Uh, but right now, it's it seems to be a gothic setting, um, heavy sort of storytelling based, which I've got no issue with either. I think the protagonist does a phenomenal job, pretty much narrating the whole time. Um, but like I said, this game is not what I was expecting. I was expecting Resident Evil 2 Remake uh, had a baby with Silent Hill. That's what I was mm. expecting. What I, I got that's, that's was OG Silent Hill controls. The controls threw me immediately. I did not, in 2021, expect to be navigating tank controls. Yeah, fixed camera tank controls. Yeah, Fixed camera, <laughs> tanky as fuck. Uh, it was a proper throwback. It's like Resident Evil 1 HD is is what it is. You know when they redid Resi 1? They did like the HD edition. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they sort of like tarted up the the tank controls somewhat. It's like that. It's uh, not a bad game at all. It's a fucking Johnny-ass game, right? There's some puzzles. It's puzzly. It is. It is puzzly. And I think, you know, the, there's two things about it, right? You know, you know with its split screen thing of you know with the the real world and the mm-hmm. spirit world there's some really innovative ways to do the puzzle solving yeah. which I really dig and I'm like uh, yes I can I can really get on board with this however in terms of Johnny ass games and adventure games and all that kind of thing yeah it does hold your hand in terms of you know it's very linear and very kind of here's your item you're going to use it almost pr- pretty much straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm used to, you know, having an inventory full of almost red herrings. <laughs> <I'm> just being, <laughs> you know, I'm collecting all this shit. I'm going to use it at some point in the game. And I don't know where. But what right? is and the I... plastic goldfish for? Where do I use the fucking plastic goldfish? <laughs> so that that's the thing I kind of miss. It's almost like you pick something up and you've used it. So you've got an inventory that so far, and whether that changes or not, doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it's which is my which temp- is my criticism of it at the moment. You know, yeah. I mean, it's very sparsely like style wise and artistically, the world is full, mm-hmm. but of actual physical stuff to kind of interact with and do, there's not much. Limited. So, but I will still play it because I'm enjoying the ride. I'll keep yeah, I'll keep going. I've shipped myself twice. <laughs> I've had two shit myself moments, and I think that's you know that's a sign of that it's going to be good. Yeah, I'll I'll keep going because I am enjoying it, despite it not being the game I was absolutely expecting at all. I will keep going. Uh, it, it reviewed well. Um, it, you know, it's it is a. It, I don't know why, but I was sort of expecting this, and I don't again. I don't know why, but I was expecting more of more of a triple a title but this has got a very double a feel and again i don't want yeah. that to be a slur because i think the world needs double a games no no i think it's what i said you know what it might have appeared to be before the outset mm. i mean before it actually landed in front of us mm-hmm. you know from what it appeared to be and what maybe we kind of wanted it to be in some respects or we expected it to be isn't what it is but what it is is not bad it's actually pretty good yeah yeah 
No, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Uh, what else you been playing? Uh, I still have got to dabble more in Hitman. I really haven't jumped into that. Yeah. Um, it's getting busy, sir. It's going to be a busy month of other titles and things like it, that. So. It is getting busy. It is getting busy. It's know. getting busy full of shit that I've already played through once. Yes, yes. But we'll it's getting be, very we'll busy. Hit, we'll, we'll, we'll hit that. We'll that later on in the choice cuts. But yeah. um, other than that, um, your obligatory war zone. Mm-hmm. Which wasn't a bad experience this week, I must say, my friend. No, it it it's it was well, seeing that, you know. It started off well and then kind of the like the, the thing about Warzone now, right, and again we'll probably touch on some of this in the choice cuts, but it is so broken right now. Um it's fucking lawless. It's absolutely fucking lawless. We've got I think the problem stems from the fact that we now live in a cross-play generation where both consoles can play with PC players. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, do you know what it is? For a bunch of people who refer to themselves as the master race, they're not off a fucking cheating bunch of twats. Like, <laughs> like how many, how many, there's, 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 there's a two-pronged thing here. There's one, there's, there's people cheating. There's people going out of their way to install software on their PC to play Call of Duty Warzone, which makes them like fucking Captain Scarlet. Just fucking invincible. They've got walls, meaning bullets never fucking hit them. They've got aimbots. They've got locks. They can kill people from across the map. They can't even see them, but they they go ADS... That's aim down sights. I'm going to show everybody knows, but uh, you know you, you should never assume anything. You can aim down sights and then it just locks onto somebody that isn't even there. You just start pulling the trigger. And somebody fucking a mile away starts taking damage off these bullets just flying the fucking length of the map. It's just... That's embarrassing because they've got no... They've made no real effort into anti-cheat whatsoever. I mean, you look at a game like Valorant, which arguably has gone the other end of the spectrum where they're anti-cheat you install it and it boots up every time your pc boots up like that's that's a, maybe a little bit too much for an anti-cheat but like a company the size of activision can afford to invest in a non-invasive anti-cheat software that stops shit like this happening the second prong to this is that they can't stop putting bugs into the fucking game like <laughs> this stim glitch keeps coming back the fucking they've got it out of the game twice already, and the fucker keeps coming back. And we played—I don't know if it was uh, Sky Panther Sunder Club. We had several games where we came in with the gas as a solid tactic. We need to get some wins under the belt here. I'm sick of these cheaters. I want to play tactically sound, get into combat where we need to, but we're pushing in with the gas. And we'll let the final circle sort it out. Uh, we've pushed him in the gas and final circle, people have come running through the gas. It's like, how are you alive? Like, they've been stim glitching and then they've fucked the stim glitch is what's happened. They haven't stim glitched properly, so they've been sitting in the gas, stim glitching, they've fucked it, they've gone too long or too hard, they've actually fully used the stim and thought, shit, I need to get out of the gas. And they've come running out the gas at the last minute and you're like, what is... What is this? What are you? What? Where's the honor? 
Do you know what I mean? Where's exactly. the fucking big dick energy that you get like... from just winning a game of Warzone by being better than every other cunt on that map? Because we've had some consistent, like, top four finishes, mm -hmm. let's say, right? Which, you know, hurts, right? I think we can take solace in the fact that we did it, like, you know, our way. Big dick energy. You know? Yeah. But, you know, to have it ripped apart at the end by some shit like that is just, you know, it's a bad taste. A yeah. bad taste in your mouth. It really does. It really does. Like, and I will say this, the game can still elevate my heart rate into the fucking <laughs> 100s, which is... That's like, it's an achievement. Like, that's what a game should aspire to do. But at the same time, I shouldn't have to get that level of adrenaline and really be invested in a game for it to be ruined by fucking people exploiting bugs in the game or people blatantly fucking cheating. And, and Warzone's definitely fallen from grace here. I mean, we'll work in... Oh, yeah, but while we're on the top subject, let's just quickly seg in, segue into it. Yeah, let's crowbar a couple of choice cuts in here while we're on Warzone. So the... We've mentioned a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, um, big streamers like Nick Merckx. Nick Merckx is probably the biggest Warzone streamer on the planet right now. I think he's just had a high, his highest ever concurrent of 70,000 watching him. Uh, fucking, he's, he's killing it. Nick Merckx is absolutely killing it. And he has publicly stepped away from tournaments because of people using that app to reverse boost to get themselves in lobbies full of like fucking console players or uh, noobs, for want of a better word, people with a very poor KD, people with low amount of wins. These tournament players are just cycling lobbies using this app to find a really easy hunting ground in these tournaments uh, and cheaters and aimbots. And it's just ruining the game. So big streamers like Nick Merckx have publicly stepped away from tournaments. And now it broke that Vicstar, who is uh, a prolific COD pro, for want of a better word. He's also stepped away from from tournaments, mm -hmm. citing the game being fucking broken. Uh, which it is. It absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's going to be like that and you're going to have, like, tournaments, money-making tournaments and mm -hmm. things like that, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to have some sort of, you know, regulation, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yes, uh, fucking absolutely. Like... You tell me, just pick pick a tournament, right? Any tournament on the planet where money's involved. Pick a tournament, Wimbledon. Just do fucking yeah. somebody who's <clears throat> cheating at Wimbledon. Like, I don't know how you would cheat at Wimbledon, but, like... Well, no, like, it's, it's like having a legal, like... A racket or something, non-regulation racket, or uh -huh. in cricket, you know, ball tampering. Ball, right? yeah. You yeah. know, or in like take snooker for example, or something like that. You know, max match fixing in yeah. terms of like throw, throwing this frame intentionally, right? Yeah. Things like that. Right? Uh -huh. That leads to bans, sanctions. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and now the argument here is, you know, they're saying, well, it should be the tournament policing it, not the content. You know what I mean? But if the content is allowing this shit to happen, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, and I, I can see if this like this is how these guys make some of their bread and butter. You know, they're not going <laughs> to join a tournament where they know the odds are against them, and it's not down to actually. Yeah. The best player wins. No, it's about who cheats the best. Yeah. That's... And like, it seems to be quite brazen now. Like, there's people streaming themselves cheating. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. And then who's responsible for it? Is it the streaming service? Should they be? T does the terms of service come into play there? It it seems to be a bit of pass the book around. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard the terms of service thing because like 
cheating on a game isn't isn't technically in breach of terms of service. If it was, every speedrunner wouldn't be allowed to fucking stream because a lot of speedrunning is is using exploits in the game to mm-hmm. skip giant parts of it. That's how speedrunning works. You find bugs and exploits in the game that benefit you and shave a lot of time off. So it's a it's just a weird one. It's a weird one that we've found ourselves where the biggest battle royale game on the planet is now arguably one of the most broken, publicly broken games on the planet. Well, th- this so news is starting weird. to like that. That news about Vicstar even hit like BBC website. Yeah, so, but he's know, like, he's a pro. You know what I mean? Vicstar's like he's not a streamer. He's a pro, he is a streamer, but like he's a pro. He's been fucking Call of Duty tournaments for I don't know how long. Like he's a name. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, fuck. Anything so, else you've been playing, sir? Yeah, a couple of things for me actually. I uh, speaking of battle royales, I, I dipped back into Fortnite this week. Um, and do you know what it is? What a breath of fresh air! What a fucking <laughs> breath of fresh air that game is. I swear down. Um, I, yeah, I play on the Switch. So there's not a lot of building involved. You get the odd person who can throw up like fucking an estate in the time it takes me to ADS, but like they're very rare. It is more just skill, gun combat. People don't throw up giant towers. They throw up one wall in front of the cell because it's easier to do. Uh, and and that that's an element of the game I can sort of deal with. I kind of deal with fucking, fucking Jimmy 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 seventy seven. Chucking up fucking Nakatomi Plaza or something, you know what I mean? I kind of, I can't deal with that. But do you like this structure? I want an award for it. I want a fucking award for this. I um, I jump back to Fortnite and can I just say, I don't know if they've got enough press for this because I don't remember seeing any press for this. I saw actually, I saw a tweet. Okay, I saw a tweet days before I jumped back in, um, and it was. From I think it was on the Fortnite Twitter page, and it was a picture of a crashed ship on the map, but that was as far as it went. Uh, and the ship was blatantly the Predator from Film Universe, the Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Predator. That Predator. Not uh, Jimmy Savile. Uh, I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> film Predator. Yes, film. If they ever put a Jimmy Savile skin in that game, they've gone too Jesus. far. Yeah, it's too far. <laughs> they've gone far too far. So I jumped into Fortnite thinking, did after sorry, a... sorry, sorry, I just need to digest that comment a bit a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. A Jimmy Savile skin in Fortnite. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. So, move on. Let's move on. So I jumped into this game thinking, hang on a minute, did did I say something about the Predator, like? And the whole thing about the season that they're currently in is famous bounty hunters. So it's essentially carte blanche to pull in as many different licenses as they can into this season as skins. So you had the Mandalorian, clearly a bounty hunter. They've brought Kratos back. They've brought Master Chief in. Uh, They had a load of their own um, in-house created uh, bounty hunters. And they're just adding... To this roster, which I think is a genius move. They must be making fucking money hand over fist on these skins. And I say that as somebody who's bought them all. Mm-hmm, They're course, making hand, hand over fucking fist. Uh, so I went in and it turns out the Predator wasn't a skin you buy. The Predator was a roaming boss 
on the map. <laughs> so the predator's just in a certain part of the map. He's there. He's cloaked. You have to find him in this part of the map. And when you find him, he starts hunting you. And you have to kill him in order to unlock the skin. And then when you unlock the skin, then you unlock another series of challenges for his backpack, for his harvesting tool, for his fucking uh, emotes. He's got like a, a custom emote where he takes the mask off and stuff. Like it's just a genius, an absolute masterstroke. You drop into a battle royale and you've got you've got other elements in that game now that like a mini a mini game within a game. You've got PVE. Very small pockets of PVE in a giant PvP map, and it's just so fucking genius. I mean, they've had mm. they've had PVE in for a while, like the like the fucking the agents like come up out of the lifts anywhere on the map. The fucking lift pops up, and then you get a load of heavily armed scouts, and that pop out. And you can you, little pockets of that uh, during the Marvel event, you could fight Iron Man. Iron Man was a a, a Roman boss. Uh, and they've put Predator in now. It's just a fucking absolute masterstroke. Um, it looks like I'm just reading here. They've they've gone for another new uh, limited time mode where uh, it's Mandalorian that hunts you down. So if you end up at the start of the the top of the leaderboard, <laughs> the Mando starts to hunt you down. Really? Yeah. Fuck. So that's live until February 9th Well, I'll definitely have to try that. I'll absolutely have to try that. Yeah, and as a reward for surviving the Mandalorian's pursuit and earning a victory royale in the Mando's bounty mode, players will unlock special Beskar umbrella, complete with Mudhorn Signet and Din and Grogu. That Din and Grogu earned in the first row season. So I'm gonna have to play that then because cool. I, uh, so- I I didn't get my full contingent of Beskar armor because I I drop in and out of Fortnite. Um, but yeah, the. I jumped in with the prospect, uh, powerful young James Campbell, dragged him along for the ride. Um, I killed the predator and unlocked it for both of us. Nice. And we got a dub. Literally first game back, killed the predator, unlocked the predator skin and won the game, 50 Royale. And it was just fucking, it was just a lot of fun. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, there was no cheating. There was no, the game works flawlessly. Nobody's exploiting anything. The game works it's a challenge, and I finished the final kill I got with the Mandalorian's, uh, you know, his rifle. Mm-hmm. You can get the rifle in the game, uh, and I'd killed somebody who dropped the Mandalorian's rifle, so I picked that fucker up. Final kill of the game was me with a headshot with that rifle. Unbelievable, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> just, unbelievable. Just a moment, one of those moments. Just a moment, like it was just the perfect game. Found the predator, fought the predator as as Master Chief. I fought the predator and killed him. So I unlocked the Predator, then got a few more kills from my belt, killed somebody in a Mando skin, got the Mandalorian rifle, got the final kill of the game with a headshot using the Mando rifle, and it was just just a fucking game that will stay with me for a while. That's how good that game was. Um, and I, I will continue to champion Fortnite when the internet has turned against it. I will continue to champion this game. It, it is well, what it is, and it's fucking superb at what, at what it does. If it's thrown in these things just to keep you... Things interested, you know what I mean. This is not what Warzone's doing, nah, at all. Nah. So. Uh, I've also been playing brand new today, released today, Destruction today. All Stars. Do you remember when this game was going to be a launch title for PS5, and then it got delayed, okay. and then it got announced that it was going to be a PS Plus game instead of a seventy dollar, sixty quid launch title, uh, and we 
we laughed. There was a general amount of guffawing. Guffaw, guffaw, <laughs> chortle, chortle. <laughs> My sides have split. <laughs> My sides splitteth, sir. The, um, I came out today on PlayStation Plus for PS5, so I jumped in. I've spent a bit of time on Destruction All-Stars today, and I stand firmly corrected. Uh, I will admit when I am wrong, and Destruction All-Stars is a fun little game that like is it a 70 quid launch title it's absolutely <laughs> not a 70 quid launch title of a game no it's not because right now there seems to be four modes uh and two of them are solos so it's like a 16 person battle royale and then the two of the other modes are 8v8 so it's team based but it's got like a roster of original characters and each one of those characters has got a special ability and each one of those characters has their own special vehicle and you have to sort of stay alive and earn points through the match to earn your like a power, you know, like um, like a pardon me, like a super move. You have to build up to it. Ah, uh-huh. it's like that. Yeah, you need to stay alive and do damage to earn as the and, and sort of like it's on like a almost like a refresh counter, so it does just tick over as well. I think. Um. And you can call your own vehicle in and your own vehicle's got its own special move. And it's just, there's a lot of depth there and there's a lot of fun in the gameplay and the driving handles incredibly well. And I've said this before, I I don't play driving games. I play Mario Kart. That is that is my beginning and end when it comes to driving games. Crash Team Racing, I'll dabble. <laughs> Mario Kart is where my driving expertise starts and finishes. Uh, this game has got incredibly responsive driving you can do some shit in this game very responsive and the, the whole element of getting out of the car is also interesting uh trying to like dive over other people's cars you can hijack people's cars r- drag them out and then you say that and it's like it's it's just it, do you know what it is a f- little fun a perfect little pick up and play game yeah and I, I laughed at it i was like oh it's a fucking Destruction Derby meets Fortnite, and I said that as a bad thing. But, like, it, as it turns out, as it would transpire, it's actually a very good thing. It's it's a it's a cracking little game to play. Again, play drop in, drop out. I'll, right. I'll play more of it if I get the time. Like you alluded to earlier on, we have a shit ton coming up. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if I'm going to get the time to sit and... Dedicate to Destruction Derby meets Fortnite, baby. Well, you've, you've dipped your wick, though. I've so. dipped my wick. I've dipped my wick. Franchise buys games. I know this one was free, but, you know I mean? I had to play it for the podcast. I had to play it. Uh, it was enjoyable. Like It was it, it was what it was. It was everything I thought it was going to be. It just... I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So, props. Good. That's good. Props, props to Destruction All-Stars. Anything else, or should we move on to the um, Obviously, Minecraft. Minecraft Mondays. Yeah. How you? What a joy that was. <laughs> how you feeling? How are you feeling about your Minecraft experience at the minute, Johnny? I haven't. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I mean, I'm so out of practice. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I, I couldn't. I, th- like... I think we established we hadn't played Minecraft since we had that. We had a world on PlayStation Four. Four. Yep. Early days of PS4, we played Minecraft, and there was quite a few of us in that little team. Actually, that little group that would play Minecraft all the time. There was quite a few of us and we built a world and the world was essentially just a lord of ways to unlock all the achievements. 
pretty much yeah we were just, we were just farming achievements <laughs> yeah but it was uh, we had a lot of fun and even before that i played a hell of a lot of minecraft on xbox 360 um yeah so it was like a i've said i've said it before it was like fucking heroin to me at one point in that game i've owned it on or do own it on every possible platform uh it's just it's like fucking why can't i quit you minecraft yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean you see so actually, I hadn't managed to get onto it, and the only time I got onto it was when we did it on the stream. And I thought, oh, I'll just take the time to do this. But you know, as the streams do, they descend into just you know beautiful chaos. Beautiful chaos. <laughs> That's the only way to describe it. Um, and then before you know, you you swept up in the madness that is <laughs> Minecraft Mondays. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and that I... is by no means a bad thing no. whatsoever. No, no. So, I'm, uh, I'm I still s- don't have any house. <laughs> I'm still have a fucking house. I'm surprised by, by how much that game has changed since the last time we played it. There's so many additions and just different things about that game. That game has continued to evolve long past the point where I think it, like, I would have written it off. I would have thought we would have seen Minecraft 2 by now, <laughs> but that game has just continued to evolve. Like Six years later, we played it. Had... Had Microsoft bought it from... Had Microsoft so when, acquired yeah. Minecraft at that point or not? So it was it was the early days of the acquisition, I think. Right. So when we were playing it on the PS4, it was... Um, it was still Notch's game at that point, really. Yes. But um, Minecraft, uh, Microsoft had purchased it, had acquired it. Right. So... Yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of... It's yeah, just, just become something else. Yeah. No, it hasn't become something else. It's just become more. <laughs> more I, I always said Minecraft was had more layers than an onion. And now, like, it's got more layers than a bag of onions. A bunch it's <laughs> a punnet, a punnet of onions. It's just got so many layers. But I'm glad. I'm glad we're back on it. I'm enjoying my time with it. Even though I do very little on that stream, apart from just generally be a fucking arsehole, really. But like at the end of the day. What would you expect? <laughs> <laughs> you do you, sir. You do you. <laughs> but no, we've got a realm. It's a community realm. Uh, it's just a fucking good old time, like good old time. But um, I that's. I think Look that's. To it every week. I think that's it. I think that's it for what I've been playing this week, Johnny. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Great. I mean, lots more to play. We'll be well, to it. Well, I suppose we can just jump straight in. Yes. The first choice cut. Um, fucking them uh, them next gen patches are dropping fucking thick and fast, aren't they? Yes, they are. Take, yes, they are. Take it away. Take it away, sir. So um, it was announced a few days ago, maybe maybe last week, actually. So Sea of Thieves is now available to play at 120 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which you can partake in, I think. I don't think I can, unfortunately. Um, I can. <clears throat> I've got... The the is the thing I can play Sea of Thieves at one hundred and twenty. Uh, however, I can't stream Sea of Thieves at one hundred and twenty. The for one, my capture card tops out at sixty, but two, you can't even stream at one hundred and twenty on Twitch mm-hmm. at this point. But I could play Sea of Thieves at one hundred and twenty, which I'm I'm tempted to try out. I'm not gonna lie. Well, it's it's start it's starting to come through now. We're starting to see these next gen patches come through. Yeah. On let's say the backwards compatible games. So uh control dropped 
today, did it? Uh, yes, today, yeah. Today. So um, the um, that's got its, uh, you know, performance versus quality mode, which is the thing we're kind of expecting now, isn't it? You either play it in performance and, and unlock the higher frame rates. Yeah. Or play it in quality and take advantage of the ray tracing and things like that. Yeah. All right. Which is a bit annoying because you kind of like want these two things at the same time uh-huh. <laughs> to some respect. Yeah, um, that's... Is, I mean, that, is that was due to the software itself. That was the promise know? of the next gen, was it not? Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was. Yes. And fair enough, we're playing older games here. Mm-hmm. So, that, is there something fundamental in their development that say you can have one or the other? You know, because effectively you're porting it to, or like you're backwards com- playing backwards compatibility mode. Mm-hmm. However, big news is that I think today it's available. Like, oh, God of War. Uh, you can play yes, today. 60 FPS and 4K. Yep. So that's that's got me salivating. God of War was God of War was already very very good looking and very pretty. Yeah, very pretty. you didn't really feel that 30 frames a second, but like whew, the whew, 4K 60 on God of War. Uh-huh. I can just like, imagine that kind of that, how many, next, that is the next level. How many games am I gonna have to re-download that I've already fucking completed here? Controls mm-hmm. already sitting on the Xbox. I'm now gonna have to fucking download God of War on the PS5. I'm already it's running nice. out of space on both of these fuckers, by the way. I'm at like seventy eight percent on the X on the Series X. So Fuck, I tell you what it is. But you that's only February, and I, you know, you got a feeling that more and more of these will just start coming out. With, yeah. You know, with very limited, you know, it'll almost be, oh, this is dropping today. You know, all of these have been, they're available tomorrow or mm-hmm. you know, imminently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Control's the only one that had the prolonged kind of, this, this is coming, whereas God of War was this. Yeah. Um, the uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, that was almost overnight. Oh, this is, uh, this is available now. Uh-huh. So... You might get that Bloodborne patch that you want as well. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to it if we are going to get it, like, because um, I've got Bloodborne sitting here. I'm uh, I'm just looking for my PS5. I've booted the PS5 up, by the way. I apologise, but uh, sorry, not. We're doing sorry. it live. We're doing it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. I'm looking <laughs> for my uh, PS Plus. PlayStation Collection, right. PlayStation Collection, God of War. PS4, God of War. Uh, 38 gig to download the PS4, God of War. And if I go to settings, let's see how full this bastard is already. Storage. I've got uh, 200 gig spare. So it looks like I'm replaying God of War as well. You play, God, yep, you play damn God it. War. <laughs> it's happening, baby. <laughs> Fuck. God of War is such a fucking good game, by the way. I, I, I'd play that again all over once I got a PS5. I, don't, I just I don't have the fucking time. That's the problem, Johnny. I just don't have the fucking time. Uh, what, um, else, what else we got? What else is on the old... Uh... In terms of next-gen upgrades, that's the ones that I know about. Um, yeah. We do have, hot off the press, you know, at least we managed to squeeze this into this episode, um, we have a release date now for Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We do, we do. It is May 14th. It is. 
Uh, Mayor, by the way, is starting to look very busy. (laughs) Very busy indeed. Resident Evil. Uh, Then seven days later, we have Mass Effect Trilogy. Then I think another seven days after that, we have Biomutant. That is... That is a busy fucking month, that, like... I mean, I'm going to go, obviously, (laughs) franchise buys games, you know what I mean? So... (laughs) But Who buys them doesn't necessarily get to play the bastards. <laughs> I'll give them an hour. I'll give them the obligatory hour. That's that's what I'm going to do, Johnny. That's what I'm going to do. But what's coming back about Mass Effect? You know, not quite a full remake of the trilogy, but more than a substantial, more substantial than a port. Yeah. Um, I think we'll see the biggest changes probably to number one. I think. Yeah. Just to bring bring one up to two's level. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think they'll all end up looking like um, three. I think, however good three looked, one and two will be brought up to that level. I think. But it's Mass Effect wasn't about the fucking. It wasn't about the look of the game anyway. It looked pretty. It handled well, so that doesn't really matter. Uh, it was the the story was so good, and not just the story. The story that you made. Your yeah. choices of who do you want, like who do you make the bonds with, who do you bond, who do you fucking, who do, who do you romance for want of a better word? Like there was <laughs> all these different relationships that you could forge in those games that would be totally different for other people. Like I know my playthrough was entirely different to your playthrough because I yes. know that you didn't manage to save Rex and I did. Didn't no, and I've regretted that for like games and games and games. <laughs> But I stuck with it. I went, that's the choice that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I saved Rex. I got to make, I forged relationships with Rex that you didn't. So I know we've got different experiences with that game. And I'm wondering if I go back and play the trilogy again, will I be able to do that again? Because I, I remember at the time thinking, I'm going to lose this fucker here. Like, somebody's, yeah. somebody's dying here. I wonder if they'll change some beats up again. You know, just... But I, I, I think the changes to one will be more I. I know we've got a big picture of like the trilogy being good, but one was different to how it played to two. Yeah. You know, some of the mechanics there and it, I'm hoping they kind of almost just, just have put the, the two mechanics in, in number one. So it's just a bit more seamless. That, mm. That's my hope. Yeah, it probably will. It probably will. Well, we'll find out soon enough. Yeah. We will find out on May 14th, which is a Friday. So we're back on some normality there. Try and get a, try and get a weekend at it. If, uh, if Pup Chise is fucking acting like an adult dog at that point. <laughs> and I you shouldn't you shouldn't ever wish away the puppy years, like, but like fuck me. I wouldn't mind getting rid of like a month or two of the puppy years, that would be good. Just to <laughs> just to sleep. For, like Before you know it, she'll be bringing lads home. <laughs> <laughs> sir? Sir. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> What's uh what we've got next? What's next on the docket? Should we get into the main kind of meaty story which kind of transcends the actual gaming kind of sphere? Uh, are we about to talk about stonks? Yes, we are. Uh I'm not qualified for this whatsoever, I am. but <laughs> I am. Uh, no, no, in no. The big shot. <laughs> no, I was going to say I am also not qualified. Like my knowledge of shorts in the stock market starts and ends with the film the big short i have learned uh-huh. more about shorting stocks 
now because of what's happened with GameStock than I have ever GameStock GameStonk GameStonk GameStop <laughs> than I've ever learned ever. And at one point, I was gonna dabble in stocks and shares. I bought books. I was reading books on how to play the stock market and like principles for playing the stock market. But I never ever learned more about shorting stocks than I know right now because of this GameStop scenario. So I don't know if you want to just get in there, Johnny, and just fucking get in amongst it. In a nutshell, basically, you know, GameStop, you know, high street, US high street retailer. Yeah. Um, You know, physical US game, um, video game retailer, been knocked for six, probably by, you know, the state of the online market for years, but also the pandemic is, is, you know, as it's done for a lot of retail, you know, Mm -hmm. hit it where it hurts. Yeah. So it, it was on its way down. Um, therefore, I think a lot of, you know, Wall Street hedge funds have been shorting those stocks because they know it's just going to go down. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're betting against them. Um, and what seems to have happened is that a certain level of just ground level investors have shared tips and decided to, you know, work en masse from Reddit and chat rooms and, and blogs and, uh, and message boards and basically buy GameStop stock and shares and just pumped that price up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, did it go up like 700%? Yeah, it was a fucking ungodly amount by the end, I don't know that much. Right. Which in turn means that the hedge funds lose out because of their short position. The, I think the, there's a rule if you're going to short stocks, you have to give the stock back. Yes. Like, that's the rule. You can't you're, 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 you can't write it off as like oh fuck I fucked that up never mind you have to you have to buy that stock back because you need to give it back that's the rule with short and stock from from my limited knowledge you you almost borrow yeah you borrow a share you borrow a share and then you sell it and then buy it back and then you give the stock back and you keep the difference between the, the, the sale and the purchase. Yeah. And in terms of like your shorting, so you, you can, there's a finite amount of like return you can get because if the stock drops to zero, you win that, almost get that return back. But there's an infinite amount of stuff that, because if it goes the other way and goes up, then, you know, you, you don't, it's, it's the reverse. So like, say if I bought a stock for $30. Yeah. And it lost all its value. I've lost thirty dollars. Yeah, but it's the reverse of this. If the stock goes up in price, their their losses are unlimited potentially. If the stock because, keeps going up, yeah, they have to buy the difference between what yeah. they borrowed the stock at and now what the stock is worth. So they gain money if the stock price drops. They lose money if the stock price goes up. That sh- that is shorten stock uh, in an, in a nutshell. Top level. And what that's shorten stock. Um, and what these guys have done, have they squeezed the short, in effect? Yes. Well, Wall Street have been doing this for generations now. This is this is not a thing that was just happening at GameStop. Wall Street have done this to... I don't know, I can't give you examples of who they've done it to, but they have done it for as long as Wall Street's been a thing. The big money players, the hedge funds, have earned a lot of money by short and stock over the years. And it's the companies whose stock they are playing with who end up getting fucked. Not the hedge fund, who end up with a lot of money to the tune of billions. 
It's the companies whose stock they are fucking about with that end up getting fucked, basically. And it was uh, Reddit, a group of people on Reddit, who weren't happy that they were fucking with GameStop. Because GameStop's <laughs> literally, like, GameStop's like, you know the film Conan, where he gets crucified? And he's, like, on the <laughs> fucking cross, and he's nearly dead, and he, like, bites the throat out of a vulture and that, and he's proper on... That's GameStop. <laughs> like, they, they are Conan on a cross right now. They are dying. And, like, the when, like, fucking the Mongolian and, like, all the... His fucking pals come riding in at the end to save him. That's, that's Reddit. They came charging in when, like, the vultures were picking at GameStop. Like, oh, I'm going to get fat off this nearly dead thing. Uh, and Reddit just come charging in, pumped the stock prices up. And the more people heard about it, the more everybody else jumped in and started just throwing massive money, buying up all of these GameStop stock, these shares. Drove the fucking share price through the roof, because obviously as demand goes up, the price goes up. The more people are buying, the more expensive the shares are, knowing that this hedge fund that had shorted a load of GameStop stock had to buy them back because it wasn't their shares to keep. They borrowed them to sell then rebuy, then give back. They knew they had to buy them back after a set amount of time. So these hedge funds were like, fuck, we are, we're over a barrel here. We now have to buy that stock back at 700% of the value that we bought it for. <laughs> yeah. Which so then pushes the price up even more. Yeah. So they've, the, two, there's, there's two ways of looking at this. One, I'm glad Wall Street got fucked. Uh, they've spent too long fucking over everybody else and haven't been touched for it. Uh, I'm glad they finally got fucked. There's many, many hedge funds, though. This is the drop in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, this, this is a drop in the ocean. But it, sh- it should be a message. It should be well, It should be a message that the little guy, air quotes, the little guy is now, right, you fucked about for too long. We are showing you we have the power to cripple you there are a few of you. There are many of us. If a Reddit board got hold of another one and just went, right, oh, well, then this is the stock that we're going to fuck. This is the hedge fund we're going to fuck today by buying stocks in this. There's nothing that would do yep. about that. There's absolutely yeah. nothing that would do about that. Well, this is the thing. I mean, it, it's, it's beautiful and scary at the same time, yeah. right? Because like, under no illusion, you're right. This is what Wall Street have done, you know, arguably under the game, the 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 umbrella of just like, oh, well, we're a regulated kind of sector. Yeah. Which, you know, you know, you know, not, I'm not saying Wolf of Wall Street's a documentary by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> no. But it gives you a snapshot of the kind of, you know, lifestyle and the the, the ethics that some of these people work to, mm-hmm. right? So in that now everyone's got these, you know, trading apps that they can get, get hold of, you know what I mean? So everyone's got access to things. Now, that's a good thing. In terms of because people have access, it's a bad thing because you know, I I'd like to admit that there's probably some people in Wall Street who have actually, you know, got a qualification in certain finances to know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But some maybe not. Some are just basing it all on reputation. Mm-hmm. But it's just because now everyone's got a you know, you know keys to the palace in some shape. What's happened re- now, more recently now is that these trading apps have said, "Oh, we've got to stop it now." Because they've been pressured by Wall Street to say yeah. that it's, you know, things. So it's kind of like, oh, you did have access, now you don't. And that's what seems seems to, like, 
have been pissed. It's pissed off a lot of US politicians just, you know, saying, hang yeah. on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talk about freedom and now you've just went, oh, no, no, you can't play our game. Yeah, this is our you know game. I mean? You're not allowed to play. This is our game. And 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 that is that seems to have backfired against them quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still happening. You know, certain you know, things are getting restricted to the little guy. I saw uh, Robin Hood. That yeah. was the yeah. that was the app that w- that had done it. Robin Hood uh, stopped trading on those. Um, I don't know the legality of that. Uh, I just know that. They've essentially crippled themselves because, again, the internet just fucking turned on them. All of their user base has now turned on them. Like, you've done what? How? Uh, sorry, excuse me? You've done what? The one the one thing that's quite scary is because now people are evidence that this is, you can do, I mean, if you think about it, you know, obviously it would work. You know, you get enough people reading the same thread and you can get them to um, work on mass. It's going to happen. But now there's evidence of it actually happening. I think some people have got scared because now, now you could actually just do, you know, facilitate pump and dump schemes, yeah, through web forums. I also I like the use of that, the words "pump and dump." There, pump uh, and dump, yeah. <laughs> I think we've just found the title for this week's episode: <laughs> <laughs> "Pump and Dump." That, that's that's a factor to it now. Now anyone knows, right? Right, what who would you, who would target today? Now you could argue, arguably, they, no, it was a, the select few at the beginning that went for GameStop out of a certain sense of loyalty and like, fuck you, we're not letting you do this. Yeah. Right. But now it could be like, oh, who should we fuck with today? Mm. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. It's like financial warfare. Yeah, so. it is. It is. But fucking, we are not qualified to discuss the uh, intricacies of this, of, of, of fucking short and stocks and that. All I know is, Fuck Wall Street, and I'm glad Reddit. Yeah. I'm glad Reddit is the thing that fucked Wall Street, at some part. You, I mean, you know, it's getting farcical when the BBC and other things have decided to call in Jordan Belfort of of um, <laughs> Wall Street Wall Street fame, yeah, <laughs> to comment on it. I'm just like, hmm, all right, it's re- it's it's got farcical now. Past uh, past felon, former felon Jordan Belfort. We've got this squeaky clean individual who's going to talk to us about the practices of Wall Street yeah. and the financial markets. Mm. No, I'm just. I think we'll 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 put a pin in that one, but we'll just say, look, yeah. it's it's good to see, it's good to see the little guy standing up, like not just holding his own, but literally, like absolutely demolishing a hedge fund, just fucking it. It, it wasn't even a close contest. It was like, I've had enough. Now we fight back, and since the point where they decided to fight back, it was a one-sided fight, and they absolutely caned a hedge fund to the point where it's filed for bankruptcy. And you've got these billionaires crying on the fucking on the news and that like this is wrong. These people are doing this. They're, they're playing games with finance and that. It's like yeah, well, that's how you are a billionaire. So uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, go fuck yourself. Welcome to the real world. A little taste of humility, you pricks. Move on, Johnny. What's next on the docket? What's next on the docket? Um, well, some news coming out of Stadia. Do you want to run for this one? Um, is this the news that uh, that absolutely stellar project that had no bad press at all and was nothing but a, a fucking shine and jewel in the crown of gaming industry, Stadia? has uh, shuttered its in-house development. It certainly has, yes. So, 
Uh, we've talked about Stadia a few times on here. It's, it should be no secret to anybody. Stadia was Google's cloud streaming, game streaming service. Uh, when it was announced, it had all this promise of YouTube integration, and it just looked it looked superb for a for a streaming platform. All of the 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 little bolt-ons you could do with it, all the integration with YouTube, with socials, superb. You'd expect nothing less from Google. However, the immediate fucking caveat was, this is Google. Uh, Google will try anything. They will quite gladly, to reference Nice Guy Johnny, pump and dump. They'll pump loads of money into something, then they'll get bored of it, and they'll dump it. Look no further than Google Glass, for example billions in R&D on Google Glass. And where's that now? Yeah, it's in a bin. Yeah, it's in a bin. They just binned <laughs> it. So Stadia, which had its 150-plus uh, in-house development team to make games exclusive for Stadia, they have shuttered that, st- uh, that studio. Uh, those 150-plus people are now unemployed, which is obviously fucking horrible. Um... And Stadia is now going to concentrate on one third party, essentially. So Stadia will still exist as a platform for now for third party titles. But they're going to look to uh, more to license the technology behind Stadia now. That's, I, the, I think... that's the new direction for Stadia. They're going to say, look, this is what... This is what we could have done, but we didn't do. But we absolutely still can. Do you just want to buy it? I'll yeah. rent you the, this technology for X amount of dollars a month. The, the, this, they're very much, you know, um, firm believers in that the future of the gaming industry is having your game streamed to any screen. Yeah. That, so, in in terms, I think they kind of jumped in and looked at you know what game development actually, you know, you can't you can't develop games games people want to play at half throttle nah. or half resource you know what I mean compared to some of these other studios so I think they've, they've realised that that they can't compete to generate content that way they didn't have they, do you know what it is they could have competed they just didn't have the drive to yeah fair enough yeah exactly was, you know we'll, we'll start we'll start with this and we'll see where it goes rather than going full throttle into it yeah it was like they just threw everything at it they created a business they created a platform they created in-house development teams what they should have done is just started with the platform and just went ubisoft uh, activision do you want to try this do you want to try putting your game on here and let's see if it works that's what they should have done but they didn't they went in all out at the start and again google being google they got bored google is and forever will be a service business every time you see google even remotely close to getting into the product business Expect them to just get bored and fuck it off. Mm. <laughs> They're not a product company. They are they are a service company, and they'll they'll build the Stadia platform as a service, and they'll sell it as a service as a cloud gaming service to whoever fucking wants it. And it could be Facebook, Facebook gaming, Facebook gaming bought uh, Mixer, so Facebook have all of the Mixer tech. They've got that now. That I, I, I'm yet to see them roll it out properly, but they've got it. They have that in the back. Maybe the Facebook gaming is working on another platform using the mixer stuff. 
Facebook Gaming, if they were to take Stadia as a platform and rebrand it, like get that, get that platform and rebrand it as Facebook Gaming, and Facebook Gaming is a is a and what better company can I just say to get into the game streaming market than Facebook? Really, I mean Amazon are already doing it. You find another company. I mean, I know KFC are making consoles now, apparently, but like fucking, like, <laughs> Facebook is is a, a, is primed to do that. They've got Facebook Gaming, which, in fairness, Facebook makes too much money, so it doesn't care about its gaming division. It created the gaming division. It put so much into the gaming division, and it was like, right, can that sustain itself? Yes, but just you know, it'll take over. Yeah, that's fine. Let it. It's not going to crash. It's not going to cost us anything. We'll get a little bit of revenue from it. Just let it exist. But if they're going to get serious, if they're going to go up against Twitch, if they're going to go up against not so much Twitch, Twitch is a platform that I think Facebook Gaming's obviously in competition with now, but with Amazon, who own Twitch, also getting into Luna as a game streaming platform, mm-hmm. if Facebook want to keep up, there's no better opportunity than this. Facebook renting the Stadia tech or buying the Stadia tech and doing what Facebook does. Ball on bits here, ball on bits there. Break it down, rebuild the bow up. Do you know what I mean? I just, I don't know if Facebook being a tech company would, would want to, well, saying that, they did it with Mixer. I was about to say, I don't know if they'd have the humility to, to take somebody else's technology or if they would sit there and be like, nah. They've done that, right? Find out how, and I want to do it better without any involvement from them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that that level of yeah. hubris, I didn't know. I didn't know. But interesting anyway, so uh, thoughts go out to all of the people affected by the job losses at Stadia. Obviously, that's a well, fucking shitty position to be in. Hopefully, you know, the comment on the blog is that most of the team will be moving on to new roles, and they're committed to working with the team to find new roles and support them. So we'll see what the actual... Number of heads that if they do lose, yeah, if it is that 150, but we shall see. See, it's it's comments like that where far be it for me to be a cynic, but when a company says we're going to find, we're going to take these game developers and we're going to make sure that they've got, we find a job for them, like they find a job that has absolutely fuck all to do with game development and is soulless and it would make that person very fucking depressed to be in such a role, and that person then leaves and then it's not. Stadia cutting heads that person yeah. left of their own accord doesn't matter that fucking Google put them in a job that they fucking hated or wasn't to their skill set do you know what I mean that's far better for me to be a cynic what else we've got on the dock up there producer um, of the show Mr Nice Guy Johnny so um, in terms of you know he, he's an interesting fact for you or mm. a bit of trivia 10 to 15% of all PS5s that were sold in the US mm-hmm. were estimated to have been resold Jesus Christ, man. You know, an estimated $43 million in profit for scalpers. <coughs> Fuck me. Fucking hell. Fuck me. So it makes you want to be a scalper, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 well, like, that Liam, maybe that's what Liam can do. Yeah, you can, uh, you can buy uh, a bot for a fraction of that price that would then scalp PS5s that you could then resell. Um, these scalpers have been very brazen about this, which is another thing that pisses us off. Like, although at the same time it pisses us off, but at the same time, like they're very much wearing the heart on the sleeve, and they are 
unapologetically being a scalper. Like, uh-huh. I don't fucking care that I've bought 2,000 PS5s that weren't even live on the site yet. We have managed to get around the fact that it's a pre-order and we've snapped up all the stock before it's even gone live. I don't even care. I have 2,000 PS5s. <laughs> Do you want one? You can have one. There is a significant markup. I'm not bothered about your feelings. I'm not bothered how immoral you think it is. If you don't want a PS, fuck off. If you do want a PS, I'll take your money as a PS5. Unapologetically, and there's a part of us that sort of, I don't want to say appreciate, but like, I envy that. I wish I could be so morally bankrupt myself. <laughs> I can't. But it's the morally bankrupt who end up making bank, unfortunately. Well, I, I, there's something that we said about the retailers as well, because we had the dis- discuss, discussion here. It's just that, you know, they're, they're in a tough time as well. Mm. So they're going to take any sale they get. So they don't care if it's one person buying one PS5 at a time or one person buying, like if there's 5,000 different people buying 5,000 PS5s or one person buying all 5,000, they don't care. It's the same dollar in their account. Yeah, it's their bottom line. Cool. I think they've they've put stuff in place to prevent one account from buying more than one. But then again, like as soon as they put them in place, these bots just get cleverer. And the mm-hmm. bots just fucking ping them from 5,000, 2,000 different fucking IPs or something. And the, the, like, the retailers, like you say, they don't care. This is their bottom line. They, they are struggling through the pandemic, as is everybody else. They don't want their business to go down. Money is money. Cash is king. Cash is king. And then at the end of the day, they're really getting a hard time for it. And they're like, well, our system just sees 5,000 different orders coming in. Yes, there's a question to be raised where the scalpers are getting in prior to the pre-orders going live. There's definitely questions to be asked there. But for the most part, a bot is a bot is a bot. The the website just sees it as another customer. Like, the only way you get around that is ditch online fucking shopping. That's the only way you get around that. Or get smarter. Because right now the bots are all smarter than the fucking anti-bot technology. Like, how many of these fucking squares have got lampposts in them? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Have you? Uh, well, I'm I, still PS5. I was going to say you're still you're still PS5less, which is a, a crying shame. Because I'm dying to know what nice guy Johnny thinks of Bloodborne. I'm dying. But but I can still play that on PS4. Yeah. Nothing stopping me doing that. But I can't I can't give you my copy because fucking lockdown and that. You know what I mean? Unless we were gonna serendipitously, miraculously be in the same place at the same time and I just so happened to have a copy of Bloodborne in my pocket. Like, oh, it ain't going to happen. You know, know, not, obviously. It, well, you know, if it does happen, it was by no by no means premeditated. An absolute fluke. An absolute <laughs> fluke. I carry a copy of Bloodborne with me everywhere. Everywhere. I, I never... On very, very, very long walks. So <laughs> <laughs> I never leave the house without a copy of Bloodborne in my pocket. What of it? <laughs> it's a matter of principle. You fucks. <laughs> I might meet my Sky Johnny today. <laughs> he might be on a very long walk today. <laughs> he's heading south. No, he's <laughs> heading north. There's a chance. <laughs> what else? What else we got? What else? We uh, got? Last thing on the docker is um, okay. Slight change in language. Um, now it's no Switch Pro anytime soon. In inverted commas. 
Coming next week, it's the Switch <laughs> Pro. Do you I'll... still think that it's you know it's a lot of coming out saying it's not we're not doing it, but anytime soon? Do you think it's going to be this year still? Yes, yes. Nostradamus. Yes, I said I said this. Um, well, we've discussed this one maybe two, three weeks ago. I don't know. On the podcast, we discussed this that there was a uh, rumor going around the Switch Pro was a thing. And then Nintendo, Doug Bowser came out and said, the Switch Pro doesn't exist, it's a rumor. Uh, and then I reminded you that they also did that with the rumors of the Nintendo DS Lite or the DSi, one of the two. It was like um, rumored to be a thing and the Nintendo came out like, no, this is not a thing. Absolutely, categorically, this thing doesn't exist. And then the following week, it was officially announced. Nintendo are really bad at this. So the Switch, they've gone from saying there is no Switch Pro to there won't be a Switch Pro anytime soon. Uh, I still say fuck it, the next month that fucker gets announced. That's my bet. If I was, uh, if I was to, if I was a betting man, Johnny, in the next month. Next month. Well, it's just over overtaken 3DS sales in for um, in just over four. It has just four years. It has. Um, you still can't get them very much anywhere. I'm still. I'm trying to get a switch from your sister. Yeah. And struggling. Mine's. Uh, mine's totally fucking dropped a bit. Like. It's. The, obviously, I had the Joy-Con. Issue. Um. So now the I, unless I want to buy a new Joy-Con, I can't use the Joy-Cons anymore. I could repair it. I've put a new battery in it. But it turns out it's not the battery that was broken. The only other thing that it could be is the, you know, it's got like mini shoulder buttons on the Joy-Con. The the strip that's underneath them must have fucked. So I need to buy a replacement and do that one. Uh, fix the Joy-Con myself, essentially. It, is, it has got a new battery in and that didn't help. But the problem being, if I was to put a new Joy-Con on it, uh, if my switch is out of the dock for any length of time longer than five minutes, the battery goes entirely flat. So it's pointless getting a new Joy-Con at this point. Um, so I play it docked. That is how I, my switch is. My switch is a home console only now, and I only ever play it with a Pro Controller. So if I was to get a new switch, I'd need to just rebuy. I don't want the Switch Lite. I like the idea of being able to dock it and, and then have it a handheld. But uh, I'll just wait. I'll wait. Johnny, I'm going to wait because that Switch Pro's a thing. I swear, God, that, a, that Switch thing, Pro's God a fucking thing. It's a thing. Well, and that is the docket cleared. So if you want to check the dirt sheets. Uh, yeah, I'll jump in. I'll jump in. Let's have a look on the dirt sheets right now. Let us have a look on the dirt sheets right now. Right now. Gaming trending 4K 60 FPS. Uh, the Division Two got a 4K 60 update today, so oh, there's there's see? another one. Yeah. Stick that one on. Xbox 360 is trending for some particular reason. Oh, NCAA football's made in a return, and it hasn't been out since Xbox 360. So I think everybody's referring to the fact that NCAA football's coming back. And they're saying, now I can put my Xbox 360 away. Again, it's, that's a very American thing. A year? Yeah, a year. 
So just Madden with a different skin. Madden, yeah. Just fucking Madden. Nintendo replacing the multiplayer service system that it's been using for almost two decades. Oh, oh. Is that getting ready for the uh, Switch <laughs> Pro, you fucks? I think that's uh, I think that's it for my fucking dirt sheet spreading. <clears throat> I'm not seeing anything, sir. No, I think we're gonna uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. So for the first time in history, and definitely not the last, nice guy Johnny, take us home, sir. Well, boys and girls, this has been a production of the franchise buys games. You know, if you've liked what you heard today, why not leave us one of those glowing star- five star reviews over on Apple Podcasts? You know, let's get that algorithm working and. For our favour, yeah? Yeah? Do it. Um, if you've got a burning desire to be a part of any of the things we've discussed tonight, you know, you can get in touch with us. You know, we we like to hear your, your thoughts and comments. You know, let's push the conversation forward. Franchise is available on the socials. Twitter, at the franchise. Instagram, the underscore franchise. You can also get in touch with me um, at Twitter at nice underscore guy underscore Johnny or on Instagram at nice dot guy dot Johnny. Um, if you're craving more content, the franchise streams every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesdays. You've not missed a single scheduled stream. Am I right, sir? Correct. Yeah, look at that. Um, and, you know, until next time. Laters. <laughs> oh, shit. I see, I know you knocked out of the park. I think. Say goodbye, franchise. <laughs> oh, oh uh, what, what is it Johnny says? Uh, toodaloo. <laughs>